How you doing, Lori? Yes, I'm tired. Tie tie, a little sleepy tie because of the big travel day. A lot of travel. Yesterday, I uh, I flew from Burbank to Denver, which is pretty easy flight. One, uh, no stopping. Uh, United, right? Okay. Leave at nine in the morning, get there at noon. That's not bad, right? Right, right. And um, then the then the gig is what? I was just gonna say. We were just talking about um, wh- uh, why you didn't fly. Is was it oh, cheap to fly from Burbank? It wasn't it that bad. Be, it okay, was like two hundred something like that. Well, that like is that. that's not bad at all. Not terrible. Um, that in that direction, I'm not sure because I went to New York after that on points. Oh, so right, right. But um, but, but here's my thing. Okay, uh, we have plenty of shitty travel to talk about today. <laughs> So I get to, so then the drive to basalt and that's a, I thought it was called basalt and it's basalt and so then I was like so when you guys first of all your your city name rhymes with assault that's <laughs> and I go so when you're horny do you guys call yourself sexual basalters <laughs> it didn't get the laugh it deserved <laughs> uh, I thought it was very funny it turns you didn't out get the laugh it uh, yeah that's okay there's but anyway, no justice. The, drive, the drive to basalt was like uh, three hours. Um, so that, that's, a, that makes it a long day. And then, uh, then I do the set and, uh, the set was fun. It was, it was in this really nice theater. Jackie, are you still there? I am. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was only looking at Kyle, <laughs> but he's sort of like doing engineering stuff. And I'm like, who am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're on your phone. Are you on your phone instead of no, on, I'm on my iPad? I just changed it to, to gallery. Gallery. Okay, so, gallery. So, cool. so, um, so, uh, uh, yeah, the show was like, oh, there's no one in basalt, by the way, there's there, like, there's no one downtown. There's like three people downtown, right? It just oh. looks empty. Oh. It looks like a cute little town that goes to bed at seven at night. It's all, it's all these like ski, like resort towns, ski resorts, right? And it's March. So yeah, f- full of snow and stuff anyway. Um, and it's a brand new, like a very brand new, um, facility and, okay. uh, uh, it's called Taka. It's, I can't even remember. It's like, it's like, Basalt, Taka. what wait, the hell wait. is happening? It's called the arts campus at Willits in Basalt. I'm like, what, who? pick one you can't have three three names <laughs> it, did did gwyneth paltrow get to name this place what is happening it's so, weirdly named willits okay. is like this little um little development inside basalt that has cute things i, I don't know anyway okay. it's, everyone's happy there so that's good they're all yeah. they're all they're all health, happy wealthy people and they like their things they have many names mm-hmm. but um so oh, oh and then on the drive and the the book is really nice right Good. And uh, he goes, I goes, I, he goes, I don't like to ask about the tickets. I don't want to stress about, stress out about it. And I'm like, okay. And then we stopped. We had to, we stopped twice. That's how long it took us to get there. I was, I was so thirsty. I had to get more water. Right. Oh, wow. Cause you're at, you're at such a high elevation. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then he's, then I look at him, he's frowning at his, at his cell phone. I go, what's wrong? He goes, so nothing, it's the venue. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do we did not have any ticket sales? What's going on? I was like really paranoid. And, um, but then we got there and it was, it was, it wasn't completely sold out, but it was pretty, pretty close. How, how big, how big's the room? It's a, uh, it's a big room and then it's got, they just move a bunch of chairs in. So it's like a, it's, um, it, it's a space that they will do. It, you could have a dance there. Like it, it, it like college, it, like a college room kind of. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and Katie Bowman, um, was the MC. Oh, weird. Does she, yeah. how did she get there? Uh, does she live there? She's Colorado. She's, isn't she living in Denver? She's in Denver. Yeah. Well, you could have driven with her. Uh, not that, not that, uh, whoever, <laughs> however you got there. No, she's very nice. I just, I, why is that funny? I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing? I don't wrong? know. You're, you're rerouting my trip after I made it. <laughs> I am doing that. I will do that. Yes. And the I, booker had a BMW. So I was happy to ride in a BMW. Yay. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Zach, and I forget his last name, he has really long hair, and uh, he was also very funny. Uh, so it was, it was a good show. It was fun. They were uh, slightly conservative. There was a uh, cabinet member from the Reagan administration. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah. But your stuff's not political, political so much as no, political. No, I don't even, I still don't know what that word means, but no, I, I don't get like on the nose except when I talk about my mom, but I, I don't even think like Reagan cabinet members are Trump supporters. So it's no big deal. Right. Um, Those are all never Trump Republicans. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Ne- never Trump, but I agree with all his policies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not publicly. That's what we're supposed yeah. to do. Hide it. Well, like, like all these Republicans vote exactly. They voted for everything he did. They just didn't like the way he said it. Right. Um, but, but anyway, uh, so, so there's like a, an interesting mix of young people who, uh, like are eight people to a house they can't afford to mm-hmm. live there. Sure. And then old and they all people, work. Yeah. Yeah. And old people with gigantic ranches that right. uh, you know I'm surprised they showed up. I'm surprised I literally am surprised they showed up. Whenever what? I do Aspen or Aspen or Vale yeah. or any of that, I'm like, we're usually brought to you on the backs of elephants. <laughs> There's absolutely I mean Somebody, wow. the, the a former ambassador to Belgium was there and he was 88 years old. Who's calling me right now? Oh, Maria. Or she's calling you. I can't do it. Uh, I don't know how to make it. No, you stop. can't because you're doing a podcast. <laughs> right. I have, have to turn. Making a sacrifice. Turn the, right. I'm going to turn. No, I'm turning the phone off. Okay. I'm slightly punchy. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So there were a bunch of fancy old politicians and old, old money or however old money gets yeah. in this country. Right. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah. So it was, it, it, the crowd was sometimes conservative, but most and of the time not. And just uh, one show, just one show. Nice hotel. Wow. Nice, nice hotel. hotel. Oh, nice crisp sheets you know you know how i like that sure you like that and was there a was there one of those bathrooms that you enjoy so much i brought my own as oh. i always do oh, they're not providing enough. anything these hotels half the time they don't even have body lotion anymore you know i know you were having lotion issues i've i've been i've been noticing if there's lotion or not at each of my subsequent hotels because it's, you it's had a bad get, weekend yeah yeah it's getting sparse right no, I was, I, I'm okay. For some reason, the, the lotion is there. Maybe because I'm not going to use it. 
and, and they somehow know. <laughs> this place did have lotion, no bathtub. So third, third really nice hotel in a row, no bathtub. I'm telling you, it's over. It's over for the bathtub. You, you'll have to, oh. now it's the bathtub will be the mark of wealth because you have one in your home and it's well, going to flip. It is so, it is, it is, this is a, a death knell to my, to my road work. Right. Um, but so be it. I'll do what I can. What I, I stayed, my travel, I went to Seattle. And in Seattle, there is some sort of comedy boom where there are many small clubs opening oh, up. Yeah. Uh, the underground, by the way, I was told was about two miles from this place. This place oh. was in walking distance of Pike's um, Fish Market. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the tourist thing. Yeah. And um, a beautiful, a beautiful street. And here's, okay, so here's the thing. The Crocodile Theater used to be a music venue. Okay. That punk rock bands played and everybody was very excited about it who are old and into that music or right. young and remember the day that they weren't there, but they they read books about how great it was that uh, there are still bands that savage. play. Right. Oh, oh, there's bands. There's definitely bands <laughs> that play, Kyle, because let me tell you something about this. This building. It's a it's an old building. It doesn't have an elevator. It is not ADA. One of the, I was told that one of the owners of the building is disabled and it's a priority to get an elevator in there. It's got to be a lot of money. He's never what, seen the second in? floor. Wow. Uh, there is a freight elevator, but they're like, no people can be in it. One, some person did it and there was some sort of problem with it. So they're just going to fix it up. I had them bring my, my, I had one bag and it was merch and clothes. And I was like, it's a 75 pound bag. If you could, uh, somebody, because there were three flights of stairs to the first floor and it the was audience, straight the up audience in the sky. To, the audience uh, has to go three flights of stairs? No. Uh, I had to go because here's what there is, is there's a main theater. There's a small kind of guitar hero, early levels theater. <laughs> and there is uh, a stand-up room, which used to just be a movie theater, which has incredibly comfortable seats, but only seats about 100, 110. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And um, the Sklars are coming. River Butcher is coming. Blair Sochi. Sochi? Am I doing that right? Saki. Saki? Saki. Yeah. Uh, she was just there. Jen Friedman's coming. Uh, Jenna Friedman. And um, mm -hmm. so it's. Uh, but here's the thing I had, you got to schlep up 100 steps to get to the level where the, there are, there is boutique hotel vibes, but boutique hotel vibes with a bathtub, very glamorous. And, uh, oh. and a and a record player in the um, foyer that you could pick records. And from selection, I picked uh, Lionel Richie because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I recognized it. <laughs> Dancing on the ceiling? Um, don't know. Okay. Don't know. Don't know that much. But uh, whatever it was. But here's the scoop. You're in this building with these bands. So much there is a there is a, a, a hotel that was I was put up at at Bridgetown in Portland, Oregon. Oh, that I was, know that. Oh. The one that has the tree yeah. and um, they give you earplugs. <laughs> and in this place, they give you earplugs <laughs> because the bands play until two in the morning. Oh, my God. And all you hear is the bass. And you're like, is that the telltale heart? What's happening? <laughs> and so uh, the uh, it was um, it was loud. But I can't tell you how great the staff was. Incredibly supportive. And this was the place that had all that security. Mm -hmm. And they had all that security because they run bands. 
Yeah, right, right. And so they just it just bled over into stand up land. And uh, oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. And so they had an IPA called Staycation, by the way, made me laugh. <laughs> that's and, nice. Yeah. Do they do they uh, does the sound from the band bleed into the stand up show or is it is it after the stand up? Oh, no. Oh, no. Second shows. Uh, there was a bit of a bit of a, uh, a, a Casio buzz of the guitars going on really? not that bad okay. and the second shows it's only been open four months maybe maybe six and um and so i don't know like i guess all the owners came with a bunch of his friends to the second show last night which only had i don't know maybe 20 30 people in it yeah first show was almost sold out yeah. Both both nights. Well, I think first show Friday had like 70, 70, 80. And but last night had probably closer to 100 first show. But second show Friday was um, literally 10 people and really fun. Had a really yeah. good time because I got to really work a lot of new premises and just kind of, you know, the stakes are lowered. You know, we're yeah. just like, hey, we're all in this together we're just gonna kind of bond yeah right right and so i had a really fun weekend of shows that the people that they had with me chocolate the entertainer was my mc friday and and, uh friday first and second show Mm -hmm. um and she was great but they don't they only have the um the opener and feature doing like the opener she was doing five oh wow feature was doing 15 okay and so i was like but take, do seven, you know, do 20, (laughs) knock yourself out. Yeah. And then, and then I was to do an hour and I did an hour and it was easy to turn over the room because the first show was full, but the second show was not. So it's, you know, so they held it for a little bit. And then, um, and then last night it was an Aaron, Aaron Engel was the feature. She was really funny. She will will go, she will go on the list for, uh, to be a comic of the week, but, uh, but it's just a delight and really fun to work with really nice. And then I, I had, um, I was going to have lunch with Kermit Apio, but, uh, I love timing didn't work. He's awesome. I was like, are you working this club? And he was like, no, I've been, you know, I've been doing other things. You know, he's been, he's been in lockdown and then he figured out road and, you know, he used to do cruise ships right before lockdown. That Did was his main gig. Yeah. Right. And so coming back into that, he's a little twitchy. So understandable. He's so funny. He's, he's so, so funny. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find Kermit Apio's dry bar. Yeah. Which I think is the only long set I know online. Oh, so. I bet his dry bar is doing really well. Right. Because the guy just happens to be super clean. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, there's, he's like, yeah, you he's like see, Regan. He's not like, he's not like holding in F words and <laughs> dressed out. No. He's just a clean, he's a really funny quick come. We drove around for about an hour and a half looking for pie. Uh, Cause he's <laughs> Kermit Apio and he loves pie. Sure. Um, and in Seattle yesterday afternoon, and I'm dropping f bombs, shitting, fucking, talking about all the swears. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and he's like, "Oh gosh," and <laughs> I was like, I, I felt, I felt like I was cursing a lot. I also That's went. Cool. Uh, so I was trying. I, I tried to go to a place. I was told to go to the uh, bitch, biscuit bitch uh, is a breakfast place on First Avenue that. Um, uh, nobody warned me. 
Much like bathtubs. Here's the other thing I would like, uh, American public. I don't want to eat out of a window. Uh, I, I need there to be some seating. Uh, I don't want uh, truck food. Very rarely. Uh, food to go. Fine. But not Are you my, my plane eat out of a window. Uh, I yeah, need- yeah. There's okay. no there was no seating. Literally, it was just a window in a in a in a thing. And it was a 30 minute wait. It looked like it was a 30 minute wait for them to take your order. Wow. Um, did you, anyone ever tell you about this place? I think it's called 13 coins. No, uh, it's a really good old diner, but I don't know if it's still open. I might've been closed. That's uh, sorry. I ended that. up going to an amazing French restaurant, um, where I had, and this is a, this is weird food that you may not enjoy, but, uh, I had the best muscles I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And, uh, that's a shellfish uh, thing. You're not right. interested. No. Okay. So, but, um, it was, it was, uh, I had a really good time. It was just two days and um, I'm supposed to go back. I'm supposed to go back for some comedy festival in May. Very impromptu, one of the local comics. Plus there's another downtown club. Plus Angela and, and Chili Dog. Yeah. They still got their club, The Laughs. Laughs. Wait, there's um, another downtown club? What's it called? It's got the word comedy in it. Mm. it is it? A, it's not at the underground location, is it? I don't believe so. Oh, it's such a so. great location. Ugh. Oh my Somebody god! Something with it. I, I never enjoyed that room, but uh, I know why. Because it has that vibe that is kind of soothing, but also is triggering. Because mm. you're just like, oh, I know that wait staff were harassed in corners of this room. <laughs> it's like when they redid the sure. the when they redid the lab at the improv. I was talking yeah. to Eddie, the bartender, and I said. Where are uh, where are men going to insist on blowjobs in this room? And uh, and Eddie goes, "There's a closet over there." And because Eddie's been happening? there since the late seventies, um, was that happening at the lab? The, no, it was happening at the at the old com- at the old uh, hol- Remember, there was no lab. Remember, it was just yeah. storage. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah oh, was, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of like when you go to the comedy store. Yeah, it has it. Somebody has. I don't know if it was Marin who saged it, uh, but there has been a change of vibe <laughs> at the comedy store yeah. for real. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, and anytime this, these last 10 years, I think that it is, it is because when I first moved here in the late nineties, yeah. it still retained that creep factor 11, you know, off the Richter chart where you're like, Nope. I don't even, if they offered me free parking, I wouldn't do it. But now I want them to offer me free parking because the vibe is much better. And uh, they are not. They are not. Okay. Can I just, um, holy shit. Where's your camera? What the fuck? (gasps) Uh Did we win the writer's guild? Oh my God. Are you on the news? What just happened? I just got a text. Oh my gosh. We won. <laughs> what did you win? The Writers Guild uh, Award for um, Late Night, maybe? <laughs> oh, you won the... Wait, Coden won an award? Yes. Oh, there you go. Congratulations. That's awesome. Congrats. In real oh time. Oh, my God. I just got a... Te- I, I see a text with congratulations. Yeah. We don't oh. see you. Oh my we don't God. see you. Yeah, congratulations. You don't? What happened? No, turn on your camera. You oh, don't have sorry. a camera on. Well, I had to... I had to move things around. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, do you want 
want me to check my voicemail? Uh, congratulations. This is uh, this is so weird that it came in the middle of the... Amazing. Well, I knew the awards were right now, but we never win. And of course, was- not to complain, but of course, we win the one year that we actually would like to be not virtual, where we'd like to be around other writers because all of us are unemployed. So this would be a perfect night to schmooze, be unemployed with your little trophy, and we can't mm-hmm. even do it. Ugh. Wow. The Writers Guild Awards are being held online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're out of an abundance of caution. Right. Gillis. Darn it. Right. I mean, yay, but I wish we were all there. (laughs) How many times we've gone to the right? We get nominated a lot. We go, we sit there, you know, watch watch john the parade of john oliver writers walk up to the the stage get their award walk back Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wow that's cool yay i'm happy for we all miss each other and i'm happy for everybody because uh we um yeah you guys could do comedy brunch yeah it's a nice way to end end it you know yeah yeah that is great it is weird that we're in the middle of a podcast and I'm getting phone calls and you're getting awards, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad you're getting awards. I'm, I'm happy Sunday. for you. I say a phone call from Maria, a FaceTime from Maria Bamford is, is an award by itself. <laughs> by itself. Always. There's no reason to pander. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm very happy for you. What will you uh, not? Well, the thing is, is now uh, you can put that on the resume too, right? sure yeah which is a, a nice credit people always are good credit and that old resume i'm sure they are i'm sure well, you know they always they really do they they're like emmy award winning whatever whatever you know yeah and um yeah so yeah that's cool that is cool it's uh i saw your new office for your for your writing yeah i mean okay so i i rented it at the beginning of march and then i've been working on this sitcom pitch with um with this your buddy for a while so we've been not going there because it's only for me you know uh it, you can't fit another person into it it's so tiny oh. and so it's <laughs> okay. no colla- there's no way to collaborate on anything it, it, you it, anyone else in there would be like you're invading my space right okay but, I was like, all right, I, I got to do either I do this or I just wasted $1,800, which is what I paid for three months or 1900. So mm-hmm. I started going in and just going, all right, what do I want to work on, on this, this one thing only not going to work on any other stand up or any pitches. Just this is, this is, this little office is where I work on this novel, whether, whether it's good or shitty, or I never, you know, get it published or not. I just want to get it done and out of my head. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I just started doing that. And of course now I'm on the road, but, um, I, my goal is to go in most days when I'm home and, uh, for, you know, it's hard to, it's maybe an hour or two or something. It's, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how do people just sit and write for eight hours straight. These prose writers, I don't really know, but I mean, uh, it's, um, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It, but do you, th- do you find that it's helpful to get out of the house Yes, and, ha- yeah. and have a place to go? Yeah. And I put, you know, I put little cards up and I'm starting to like, you know, it, you know, that uh, it's, it's, um, the gift from parks and recs with Chris Pratt and he's got like all these cards on the wall and they're all connected. 
connected by he, look, he looks like a crazy conspiracy conspiracy right, right, guy. With the yeah. string art then all of a sudden it yeah makes so i'm starting to do sure. that to move walls and just go who's, who's this person connected to and then i don't want to lose this thing i set up you know i want to bring it back and all, you know all this stuff I, like i kind of know where it's going but i don't completely know where it's going right that's the other thing. It's, it's like things bubble up because it's um about my life you know, so it's things from my life start to bubble up, you know, or the family or everything. And it, and it, mm-hmm. then it goes, down. then the river goes a different way. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's not, it's not like um, a mystery where I know, you know, like a, how exactly the thief is going to get caught. I don't know how I'm going to get caught yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, uh, it's, I, it sounds productive. It sounds more productive than anything I'm doing. You know, I'm just, I'm literally, I'm working off of two, very old tattered uh set lists yeah and i just keep adding the new premises on the bottom yeah these old tattered set lists and then i go on stage and i meander around and i stare at people accusatorily like they've listened to my album too much i love and, it I lo- and you then- know i love to stare at people and terrify them in the audience yeah i don't know i don't know that they can tell but i am <laughs> judging them i'm like F- have they heard this? This doesn't seem to be popping. It doesn't seem to be popping. <laughs> yeah. And so then I'm like, all right, we'll tell this other story that doesn't have a punchline yet, or mm-hmm. only has one punchline, but it's a little long. Mm-hmm. And um, and so there's, you know, there's good premises. I uh, I have a I have a joke that literally the only example in the joke of what I'm talking about is John Mulaney, and it's so <laughs> weird because John Mulaney is a comic yeah it's yeah it's uh it is weird do you know i need i've met him uh a handful of times very nice what is happening now now there's a wrestling are you beating up your pillow what's happening you're no it's loud it's scraping my my noise plugged it i i will tell you or you want to keep guessing My iPad uh, has lost uh, all of the battery, so I have to plug it in, right? But the charger's on on the top, so I have to um, have to turn it almost upside down so it can charge. So that's why I'm dealing with, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so in John Mulaney's the only possible example that'll work in this joke, right? Because the way you just described John Mulaney, yeah, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a guy. Oh, oh, you need a great guy in there. You just need a guy that you look at and you're like, because John Mulaney, and this is no, this is not anything. And I'm just going to set not workshop the joke, obviously, because that would be yeah. weird and rude. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, um, we can get together. <laughs> Camera's off. I know. I see it. I'm trying to fix it. Keep talking. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, I can't, I can't, the speculative fiction in my mind that I should probably write, uh, which is how you would be responding if all of a sudden my camera was. <laughs> anyway. I would be angry. I understand. Do <laughs> you, you understand my rage? Uh, yeah. So the, uh, um, yeah, no, John Mulaney. A guy who was born with a silver spoon coming out of every orifice, dudes wear like wearing like a three hundred dollar haircut. Can, looks like he can eat anything and doesn't gain any weight. Uh, his stand-up comedy is both smart, very personal and sweet, and mm-hmm. very very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you scratch the paint of that guy, 
and you find someone who is living in a hellscape because uh, he is publicly uh, I don't know if he was doing heroin or meth or uh, he had been captured by bees. I don't know what is happening inside of him, but uh, mm-hmm. but he was he was a mess. Right. And the the premise is just how we see people. And we think that they have their shit together and stand, okay. stand up in show business is a, is, you know, I'm sure people who are not in this see it in their own in their own work. But because yeah. our work is is full of famous people who look genuinely successful, who are genuinely successful and yeah. look great from afar. Doesn't mean that they are not also like he's not worried. I went away now. Where am I? Um, I see you. Yes, you're so. Is it? Okay. Do you? Are you looking for another, a different example besides someone you might be on a show with? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. If you got someone, like I, it could be, like it's not going to be a Kardashian, right? Because she, everyone looks at her and everyone thinks that she's a mess inside. When I think that she's probably. Uh, an Excel spreadsheet inside. I think that she is literally ducks in a row. He did have a, occupied a unique position in where everyone just loved him because they loved his marriage, you know? And then um, when his marriage fell apart, people were, people were just dismayed, which was really strange. Um, But that's uh, weird. I didn't know about his marriage. Yeah. Yeah, and so he, he you know he has a new baby with Olivia Munn, right? Boy. So that's why I was like, I don't know that his life is a hellscape at the moment because he has a new in- child and he just did SNL and he did a great job. So he may have be on, but the, on the, well, but 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 who is someone who like Rob Robert Downey Jr. You know, was just uh, yeah. an addict and a mess. And but he looked like he was like having the time of his life, right? From a fall. Yeah, but I, 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 no one would be surprised that Robert Downey Jr. was an addict, right? To me, well, not never, now, not now. Yeah, yeah. But even back then, like he was doing less than zero, and you know, he's it, he, he seemed like part of that brat pack that was headed in a bad direction. But right, but like, but he was not getting work then. It, it is. It's a hard. It, it may not. Well, well I mean, do, we have time. Do you? <laughs> we do. Do you need a celebrity example? Because I, I think, yeah, I, 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 I need a well-named person, I, a well-known yeah. person, but I don't necessarily. But need, everyone knows yeah. what you're talking about when you describe somebody who who you think is perfect, and then they aren't. Like if if okay. you have if you if you have you know if you just need that setup to go to your i i think you're fine with that because then it is i could just describe a person instead of a specific person i think so because it's okay. a little you know you might run it you know i don't know it's like it's when 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 it's someone's like a major celebrity we don't know them really but like we i don't know sort of in our circle even though we're way out the out the outer edge of the circle <laughs> you know what i mean I don't know. Uh, I know yeah, he's, he's very fancy. famous. So he, yeah. he's also he's also elevated in that level where we he has nothing to do, nothing in common with our lives too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Right, right. No, I think uh yeah, you I think the basic uh, advice is good. So, I like it. Hey, let's take a quick break. 
I'm a psychic. My name is Psychic Carrie. I'm yes. Ross. Oh, what a pleasure to meet you. Of course, I knew your name was Ross, as I am a psychic. But please take a yeah. seat. Well, I was hoping we, we, could, hoping talk about we could talk about my, my podcast. podcast. Yes, I know. It's called Oh No, Around Ross and Carrie. Yes. We investigate from uh-huh. science, spirituality, uh-huh. and claims of the paranormal. paranormal. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes. This whole podcast, it sounds like it's been a real challenge for you lately. Actually, it's a lot of fun. Yes, exactly. Because it's so fun. I don't know how you this do it. This will be $75. Okay. That seems fair. Oh no, Ross and Carrie. At MaximumFun.org. You knew it was a .org. I have a gift. And let's do our comic of the week. Her name? Yes. Is Avital? Possibly? Avital Ash. Avital Ash. Yes. And um, she, I've been watching her TikTok because it came up in in the algorithm when because I don't I'm not really following anybody except for like five people I actually know. Yeah. Um, but when you turn on TikTok, it doesn't go to f- the following tab. It goes to the algorithm tab tab. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so she just showed up in my algorithm tab. And so uh, she had a very funny, very funny. Uh, very bit. funny. It was about how you want to be, you know. You should call people a raper. Well, no, it's like like a murderer. Yeah, or not don't yeah, ruin it or don't ruin it. Yeah, it's it's better than all of that. It's better than all of that. Just it's, say it's it's about the word rapist. Yes. Why don't we cut the her that that part and we'll yes and that analogy is I think we can we can leave that part in just because I don't I don't think I ruined it but uh, okay. because the punchline itself was about the word the you know the extension of the word but she's really funny and it's avital ash a-v-i-t-a-l-a-s-h and that's on tiktok and that's on instagram i believe too and twitter as well and and twitter as well so yeah yeah. so find her be excited uh (laughs) about how smart and funny and dark that joke is particularly and then just watch the rest of it because it's all it's all like that it's all either really smart or really smart and dark or really just funny yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, based on just one joke, I was like, holy shit. That's <laughs> I know. I went down a rabbit hole. I was like, okay, I don't know I'm in. like a total road dog or anything, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not everyone is. And who can't, who can afford it in this, uh, in this oh horror, my gosh. Yeah. comedy economy? Yeah. yeah. I, I got somebody asking me some question about, um, uh, about feature pay. Yeah. And how it's the same as it was when it was in the 80s. And I was like, yeah. no, it's less. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Because they're not putting days. people up. Yeah. And, and there's, no, it's like most clubs are Friday, Saturdays instead of Tuesday through Saturday or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's usually, there's less days, but there's also, you have to figure out. And how are you supposed to, like, if, if, if somebody features for me in any town in the world, right. Yeah. And they aren't local. They have to find someone to crash at. How can you have your best shows if you're sleeping on a couch or in inside your car right it's you know it's it's a it's a valid question where you're just like i don't understand how it no longer became the responsibility of clubs um to to put up the feature but it is right it is it is more it is more the example than not right now I think in in they're ideally using locals but that's good for locals it's good for locals right yeah yep and as long as you're not as long as your local scene doesn't get all up 
in a bundle about you doing more than one club in the in yeah, the metropolitan bad. area. Yeah. Because some clubs do, and you're like, well, then you're 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 completely you're shooting yourself in the foot because yeah. the only way to get better at stand up is to do stand up. That is all. <laughs> and um, I, Kermit Apio said the uh, the most interesting thing, and I tweeted it, and I got a lot of lot of people who aren't comics telling me respectfully that they don't agree. And I was like, you don't get to not agree with uh, Kermit Apio and me. What, or you what get did, to. What did you tweet? Uh, I tweeted that. Where is it? It is. Um, come here, buddy. Uh, this. Okay. Um, sorry. Do you want to tell a story while I look no, for this? No, I'm looking to see more congratulations. <laughs> oh, good. There you go. I'm very busy, Jackie. <laughs> right, right. You're getting, you're getting the, uh, uh, the, 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 cr the crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. It is amazing and really cool. It's too, I, I'm surprised that you wanted to do the podcast now during the awards. Um, I had no choice. I assumed we would lose. Um, you know, I just, <laughs> I got into LaGuardia. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's, I, it's a 15 minute cab ride here. I, I walked in and Kyle had sent the link out. There's no, you know, uh, I'm the iPad's not charged. And, uh, as soon as this is over, I got to curl my hair and go do a set. Curl your hair and do a set. Hard I'm doing a set of flappers tonight. So I, nice. uh, that's uh, but I, I was uh, I was uh, I was thinking of not doing it just because uh, Gordy was so, he's been a little he's been a little needy since I got home because Andy left like seven o'clock this morning, mm -hmm. uh, so he's been you know in the yard with plenty of water and food and, and cats to chase mm -hmm. uh, for five hours though or something like that. So, um, but. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm out to lunch yesterday or out for pie yesterday with uh, Kermit Apio. And how many, wait a minute, this is yesterday and you're scrolling, you've been scrolling this entire time. How many tweets did you tweet that you are scrolling for three minutes straight to find a tweet from yesterday? I went to the wrong, uh, this is a great story. Uh, I went to the wrong uh, screen to, okay. scr to scroll for what it was. <laughs> okay. So we were talking about Miss Maisel at Hacks and how the writing and the acting is amazing. Yeah. And and Kermit said, yeah, it's good, but the stand-up is never for stand-ups, right? He said, there's right. never been an actor portraying a stand-up comic that looks anything except an actor portraying a stand-up comic. Correct. And he said that Jean right. Smart comes the closest yeah. because she's playing an exhausted comic. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought awesome. that was really funny. Yeah. And so uh, I'm getting uh, comments like, well, I thought that this one was did punch and somebody was like, punchline was great. And I'm like, the stand-up was great. That felt real to you as a comic. <laughs> That's what it felt like. He was like, well, Sally Field, that that felt like a real 1980s housewife comic, Sally Field in Punchline. Mm -hmm. And I was like, were you a housewife? Were you doing stand-up in the 80s and meeting a lot of housewife comics? And was it like that? I mean, maybe uh, that, that that stereotype came out of Sally Field's portrayal. And that's why when you watch it now, you're like, wow, that really seems like that <laughs> that was. <laughs> uh, the, only, the housewives that I knew in the 80s 
who did stand-up comedy. Uh, and I guess it would be early 90s by this time, but they were doing stand-up in the 80s. And it was essentially uh, Darlene Westgore, mm-hmm. uh, not at all like Sally Field, uh, Colleen Cruz, not at all like Sally Field, fucking Peg Bauer. I don't know if you knew Peg Bauer. Uh, yeah, uh, Peg Bauer uh, was a mess. A hilarious, hilarious mess who acts who passed away because she was a mess. But um D Staley from the from Chicago. Nope. Uh, Rhonda, wait, Rhoda? Oh, I forget her. Rhoda Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not know her either. See, you're you're um, east, you're west coast. No, no, those are two Chicago acts that um there were no housewives in San Francisco doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, that archetype does not exist in San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> not not but, the early nineties. Not when you were there. When you were, um, uh, you did you put this in the chat? This this woman who was like eighty six. Her name was Lynn Ruth Miller. She yeah. came from Pacifica, which is in Northern California, and uh, she started doing stand up in London in her eighties. I don't it think was crazy. Yeah, she did stand up for fourteen years. And died oh. at like 86, which started at 72, I believe. <laughs> what? Yeah. So you know what? I yeah. want to do that. Let's pr- let's just pretend we never did stand up. When <laughs> we get 72, we'll start and we'll be so good. <laughs> this is this is another this is another great plan of uh, along the lines of saying, you know, I would I hope one day that I'm as good as Jenna Friedman. When I'm her age, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Jackie, I'm telling you, these old ladies, people love these old ladies. Let's they just really do. Get I, and get old. They hate us now because we're at the we're at a terrible age. We're not we're I, not cute. We're too young to be cute, but we're too old to be sex pot, right? So we're in this like for yourself. I'm right. just gonna buy one of those fluffy skirts that just shows my butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> Have you been watching the the Instagram with a lot of the younger comics? No. But just super short. And you're just like, is that a curve of your actual ass cheek? Yeah, it is. Who doesn't? I think it was. Um, oh, well, this, and uh, she can't possibly care if I name her. She was wearing the fucking skirt going, I like this outfit. So it was uh, Marcella Arguello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she's an and, and she must do what she has to do. I Whatever she does, I'm 100%. Mm-hmm. I rubber stamp it. Yeah. Yes, right, I right. I, if yeah. I got to wear an old lady house coat to get some work, uh, I'll do it. If It's yeah. like people will say, how old are you? And I'll say 72, 72 years old. <laughs> and I'm going to do my first open mic tomorrow night. This um, is my, it's my hook. Is that I'm of an age. Yeah. Kyle. So you're in New York City. You're going up. Oh, Kyle. Oh, yes. but where are we at, Kyle? 4145. Okay. All right. All right. I All have right. a spot tonight at the stand. Uh, okay. Sunday 45. night spot. Yeah. I don't have a ton of spots this week, but it's it's okay. I'm just here on the weeknights. I'm going back on Friday. So because um, I'm doing a corporate gig uh, on Saturday night and I and it's in San Diego and I didn't want to fly back on Saturday and then drive three hours to San Diego for a corporate. So I'm doing it on Friday. So yeah, I'm here in New York doing $30 spots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not making right. any weekends. <laughs> but, right, uh, right, because they're weeknight. Um, I thought it was weird that you flew the Aspen gig or the 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 
the basalt the basalt gig that you didn't fly the night before just because of how much travel because you you flew and then you drove and then you did the show yeah right a long- that's a oh, long day okay. and then you had to do yeah. and then you did it backwards today yeah it was just yeah it was a lot a lot of driving um yeah i i am um, you know they didn't offer I don't know. I mean, maybe next time if I do it again, I would, I'd like to do that. And I'd like to, now that I know how cool the town is, I want to, I would like to hang out a couple days and do it in the winter and ski or something, you know? Right, right. I'm home this week. And then next week I go to, uh, Arcata. I go up, uh, oh, yeah. into, into old timey weed country. Uh, and I am flying in a day early for that one. Okay. Um, because I'm flying that, uh, that occasionally dodgy airline of Velo right, or right, whatever. Right. Yeah. And uh, they want to make sure I make it. And so oh, that's cool. I think it's, I believe I'm staying at an Airbnb. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I am uh, doing, I'm at the punchline in San Francisco, the, oh, the 20, not- March 28th through April 2nd. Nice. So it's a Wednesday through Saturday. It's an old fashioned full week. Mm-hmm. um please come if you are in the bay area uh yep. the last time i was there i was recording my album so i still have a couple bits i'm still doing but mostly it's stuff you haven't seen and uh you know uh it's san francisco it's a punchline man it's the greatest room ever you know you get to step over possibly human shit to get to see <laughs> me that's a bonus and i'm gonna do a um a streaming show for rush ticks on may 7th saturday okay Mm-hmm. because i'm doing a fundraiser on the sixth though that so that weekend was kind of like uh you know not when i wash yeah. yeah so so if you uh can't come see me because i'm not near your hometown where you live or if mm-hmm. you're still worried about covid uh you know second best the, is stream. the online show man yeah yeah come to the online show you'll you'll get to hear all the material and i'll i'll try to make it as much like a club experience as i can mm-hmm. you know uh you'll maybe you'll use your laptop instead of your ipad oh for sure <laughs> yeah come on Arch. and uh yeah i'm do uh i think uh i think that that is uh smart that's uh that's real smart to mm. do a rush takes i'm doing they asked me to do how to do zoom show class yeah on rush ticks and so i'm doing it's a it's a for comics and it's uh and it's sort of just a little seminar thing and it's free yeah and yeah. it's, I believe it's next Saturday on, wait, let me check. Yeah. It's this, it's this coming Saturday at 1 PM Pacific oh, okay. time. All right. And cool. it's just an hour where I'm just gonna, um, and Jill at Rush Ticks asked me to do it. And I was like, you know more about how to do it, an <laughs> online show and get a bunch of people to show up than I do. And she was like, no, you told me about that, that, uh, that focus, right. And I was like, Yes, I told the you about focus? one. There's a, a a piece of equipment that okay. you could hook a regular mic up to. Like okay. I'm just using the gaming gaming thing right now, but um, yeah, the um, but there's but yeah, but it's what but I use. Kyle, oh, yeah. Kyle is Kyle's the only one of the three of us who is set up like a professional. It's all. It's yeah. the only one who needs to. We're it's, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. The rest of us are just <laughs> chugging along. We're just managing. And it is. Uh, but super, but super, um, but it should be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping 
I'm going to sort of turn it into like, it's so it's, it's on rush sticks. You can, you can find like Jackie Cation. I think she called it a master class. Oh, I did not, did. I did not call it a master yeah. class. Uh, I am just, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so you have to wear a ball gown to the <laughs> and, and at the end of it, I'm going to make everybody move their uh, their little of uh, their that they've graduated, whatever that tassel, tassel. thing is. Oh yeah, right. yeah. And um, but so I think I'm just going to turn it into a sort of how to you know sort of the way that I set up the Zoom and the way that I you know how I do it, just because. Um, there is there is preference, you know. I mean, like KL Comedy's still doing a weekly online Zoom show. Oh yeah, and so he's, is he's been doing that. Sammy Obeyed, right? Yeah, and then um, right. and then uh, spacing his name, Ron Vi. Yeah, Ron Vi from yeah. Well Done, and and, uh, and people Morella. say we don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's still a comedy. Oh, is she doing is she doing a weekly still? I think, I think so. I think she's doing it on Instagram or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I know that Mary Mack and Amber Preston are still doing their, their, um, Amber and, and they, it's called Mary and Amber get dressed. And in the, in the heart of lockdown, they yeah. were like, let's get dressed up and talk <laughs> to each other on Instagram. And then they do. And it's oh, pretty fun. Great. And so that's a fun show on Instagram. I think it's once a week that's alive. I don't know that they do anything with it afterwards, but go mm -hmm. to Mary Mack Comedy or Amber Preston. And I just saw Mary Mack is the is the 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 spokesperson for the drink Wisconsinably oh campaign. <laughs> It literally says That's drink great. Wisconsinably, which is um not responsibly. Uh no one in and and uh and she just did another commercial and she put it on her Instagram and it was hilarious. She was having um a bloody Mary that had a hamburger jammed into it. Remember Carmen Morales's bloody Mary joke? Anyway, <laughs> but um it's just how they put so much shit in the in <laughs> And this was literally—it's a sports bar on a on a on a lake in the middle of Wisconsin in February. It was yeah. shot, and so she's sitting outside on their deck, having that's, a bloody mary with the frozen—you can see like ice shacks. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, yeah. so, but yeah, uh, but I but I like this. I I should I should ping those guys. I'm doing a bunch of sets this week in L.A. Um, yeah, and Liz Winston's coming to town. On Wednesday, oh. and she was looking for sets. So, yeah. if anybody uh, knows of any uh, work-ins or stuff like that, um, Liz Winstead on Instagram and Twitter, just ping her and go, "Hey, I have a show." My first memory of Liz Winstead. She's co-creator of the Daily Show. She yeah. created it with, uh, initially with Craig Kilborn, and uh, my first memory of her seeing her at the Holy City Zoo, and the joke was, uh, it was just. Do you guys think that male Great Dane should have to wear underpants? <laughs> Maybe. I know I've always remembered that. I loved it. So, <laughs> such a weird. It's so short joke. and it's so, yeah. so it makes you visualize. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's dumb and awesome. Kyle's giving us Kyle's giving we us. We haven't taken a second break. Oh, let's do it now. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. 
Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? And it happened. All right. Kyle's so, been like 45, 50, 55, 56, 57, 58. Oh, he's being supportive. So yeah, so I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing some weird rooftop show on Thursday. Yeah. Check out my my uh, Twitter if you're in LA. And then on Friday, I'm doing Eliza Skinner's show. Oh, cool. And then Saturday, I have a set in, wait for it, Long Beach? Yeah. Where? Far away. I don't know. The factory? Uh, nope. I hope not. I did that one time and it was empty. And granted, it was right after Delta or right after Omicron. But um, I did okay. But you know, how could you tell? Like the room <laughs> seat 600. I know. There were 30 people there. Oh, so. God. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. That's a hard room when there's when it's poorly attended. Lightly attended, yes. And I had forgotten to eat, and they have no food. Like, zero. oh yeah, and there's nothing happening there. Like, the laugh factory is the only thing open at night uh, mm-hmm. at that time, practically. Like, especially that was I, super nice, but yeah. it, there was just nothing to be done. They could yeah. not fix it. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I've waited too long. Yeah. I've waited too long to eat. And uh, so be well, it. I got bumped up today. Um, and I saw, my. I think you tweeted your meal, your first class meal. Holy shit. It was, uh, it was, the woman brought a handwritten sign that she was like, which of these three breakfasts do you want? Wow. And uh, the woman next to me was like, I'll have number one. And I was like, well, how are the cauliflower patties? What is that? And she was goes, that a real thing? Yeah. My gosh. They they looked, they were, they tasted amazing. And it was on top of like a, like a rice, like an orzo, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole thing was ridiculous. The dessert was dumb. Amy Anderson texted me and said, what was it? And I said, a square thing that tasted like sugar. Mm-hmm. It was, it had no, it was not a glamorous moment, but well, the food itself was delicious. Even the salad was good. I was on Southwest. We had some brownie bites. So those were terrific. <laughs> and some, uh, a pretzel trail mix. You uh, know, we had to cancel as usual. What? Uh, we had to cancel Louisville, you guys, uh, because we oh. inadvertently booked it on Memorial day weekend and it was prohibitively expensive it was literally going to cost us three thousand dollars to get there and to stay get there and put in a hotel. Up. Yes, and so uh, and yes, Patreon so- is for Kyle. That's Kyle's money. Thanks, guys. And uh, so there's some extra money that we can use for hotels and stuff, but uh, but we just planned it wrong. So we'll we'll do a different date. He told me that we could pick any date we want. Okay. Okay. And so if, if you want to do some research into that, you're more than welcome to, because okay. um, I'm tie tie. Yeah. I mean, maybe we could do a, could we not do a weekend? Because I think that's hard. You know, like what if we did a oh. Wednesday or something that wouldn't interfere with a week if, that if you and I got, you know, Oh, more work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
uh, yeah, that is a, that's an option. I'm more than willing to mm-hmm. do a school night. And, and we, if we did the show at seven, yeah, you know, yeah. And, uh, but it depends what he likes to do. And if that's something that the club is open to the room. Right. Yeah. Uh, planet of the tapes. Get it. I'm so uh, tired. The Are woman you Lisa, I'm tired. The woman yeah. Lisa who entered, who emceed on uh, the second night, uh-huh. I have been explaining to people because you know when they bring you up, they ask you what your credits are, and I said, well, I just did James Corden, and um, and I also uh, staycation, and and it's called that because we were all home, just to make yeah. sure that she's going to pronounce my name right, and right. so she literally just said it's called staycation because we were all home. And I was like, yes, yes, it was. Oh, by the way. So I, did she call you Jackie Cation or Jackie Cashian? She did Cation, which was good. Yeah. And so slowly one by one, you're training every MC in America to pronounce your name correctly. Exactly. And that next up, Kostaki Economopolis. No, uh, (laughs) uh, uh, so I posted Maria's James Corden set because she was just on. Yeah. And uh, it was a great set. It was beautiful, little tribute to her mom. And it mm-hmm. was all awesome weirdo mom jokes that were fantastic. And Vulture Guy, right, Jesse? Yeah. He, he picked it up and wrote a whole article about it. Wow. And it got picked up, I think, by the New York Post or something. Oh, nice. And um, Yeah. So um, And so then I posted yours. And then I posted Kimberly Clark's. And what I really wanted to post was mine and say hey you want to write an article about how great mine was because mine was pretty good anything All right. <laughs> but i did i did not because it felt i know uh, there's I so know. much there's only so much self-pub i could do and yeah. uh and when i say only so much i mean six seven hours a day you guys. <laughs> so, when it gets super specific it feels dumb there for, for some reason lately i've just been watching other people's careers and just going fuck i mean should I have just taken the hint 10 years ago? Or <laughs> you know? No, I know. No, I know. It's, uh, yep. We're just going to, right now, I, I just feel like I'm just going to be this lady that just keeps going and everyone's like, oh, all right. I guess she's part of us, but, you know, it's not, why doesn't she see it's not going to happen? You know what I mean? It's when happening, you look at, though. It, it's happening that, right now. Happen- uh, I don't know. You own land. You've been doing stand-up for 35 years. You're revered You're by your coworkers Guild and your award peers. Winner. You're a Writer's Guild Award winner. Woo! That was, <laughs> excuse me, that was 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we've got to close on we're that. Close, we're ending on that. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.